The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Once again, it's John DePietro. Folks, here I am. There you are. It is Wednesday. My goodness. Tonight, of course, today's Wednesday, August 26th. You know, summer winding down, it always has a different feel, doesn't it, when you uh, get into uh, past Labor Day or get into September. This is a beautiful time of year, by the way. It is. Late August, early September. The next month is just delightful, delightful weather, especially the next uh, two to three weeks. This portion of the program is brought to you by K's. You know, why not treat yourself, get a nice meal at K's right there on Cass Avenue. John and David, they have done uh, such a terrific job. In, uh, with the menu and dealing with everything. Remember, you can eat at K's or you can take out. Either way, check their Facebook page. It K, it's K's. We're, they're uh, standing by for Robin Armstrong, Republican National Committee Convention uh, Committeeman from Texas. And we're going to get a preview of tonight. Again, I thought last night uh, was just uh, terrific. And again, folks, another reminder, this afternoon I will be doing a Facebook Live at the Trump Store in Smithfield. And that will be between 4 and 5. We'll have some giveaways Love to see you this afternoon. If you're in the area, pop by. We're going to be at the Trump store. Why not get some merchandise for tonight? You can enjoy it. And also, if you're listening right now, hey, don't forget our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, where they have uh, tremendous Trump donuts, Trump soda, everything you need, Trump cupcakes. It's a happening in delicious calzones. And meatballs and peppers and delicious sausage and free coffee for our police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. So, folks, it's uh, John DePietro at 108 on this Wednesday afternoon. We're standing by for Robin Armstrong. And I might as well um, just also remind you that if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096-401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Now, remember, repairs on all makes and models. Work is uh, guaranteed 90 days, parts and labor. And on top of that, Saturday appointments are available and senior citizens discounts available. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096-401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. And Ryan is terrific. Folks, I've had him and his dad. They came to my home. They fixed our, uh, well, he has fixed a number of things in my home. He fixed our microwave. He fixed my dryer. If you're having a problem with your washing machine or your dryer or your stove or oven, or refrigerator, maybe the ice cube tray, ice making machine is not working properly. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401 710 7096. And as we'd like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. 401 710 7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. So, folks, we are standing by. For uh, Robin Armstrong, and I believe uh, joining us right now on the John DePietro Show from the Republican National Convention. And uh, it is Robin Armstrong. Good afternoon, Robin. Hello there. How are you? Very well. Robin, first of all, night two was a complete success last night with Melania Trump, Nick Salmon, and others. Uh, Right now, uh, as we are two days in, two, two, two days, two nights in the books right now. As far as the convention, the Republican National Committee, I, I've got to just be thrilled with the way that this has emerged. Absolutely. I, things are going very, very well. You know, it, it, it's, um, it, it's amazing how, you know, we were all very disappointed. We were fighting for an in-person convention in Charlotte, and then we moved it to, um, to Jacksonville, Florida. So we were doing our best to try and have an in-person convention, but... But this is working out very well. You know, we're trying to turn turn lemonated or lemons into lemonade and trying to do our best. It's gone very well. We have gotten our message out. Uh, we have been able to show contrast between um, President Trump and, and, and Vice President Joe Biden and, and how he has turned radically left with the Green New Deal, 
turn radically left with defunding police departments and turn radically left with his uh, just aggressive um, abortion position, abortion through nine months of pregnancy. And so we've been able to really highlight that, and it was highlighted last night very well uh, with some of the speakers you talk about. You know, we're we're engaged in, in, in trying to build up America, and I believe that the, the Biden and his team and his supporters are engaged in trying to tear America down, and that's a significant contrast. People certainly have a huge contrast in, in candidates this cycle. Folks, we're speaking with Robin Armstrong, Republican National Committee spokesperson on the convention. Boy, that Daniel Cameron, the Kentucky Attorney General, Robin, what a superstar in the making. Absolutely. 34 years old. I mean, 34 years old. Um, he is doing a great job in Kentucky. And, you know, we have candidates and, and elected officials like this all over the country, but you would never know about it because the media does not talk about them. You know, we have a lot of folks out there who are doing a good job just working. You know, Republicans, we like to just roll our arms up, roll our sleeves up, and just get to work. You know, we're not about trying to show ourselves off to people. And so we need to do that more. And I think with this convention, we are highlighting some of those folks who have just been in the in the, uh, in the shadows and really haven't been out. Many people haven't known about them. And so it's, it's great. Daniel Cameron's a great guy. He's going to be doing great things in the future. A strong conservative attorney general ran a great race and won that race. And Kentucky is good to have him, and we in the RNC and Republican Party nationally are good to have him there as well. First Lady of Melania Trump, Robin, I mean, just the elegance and grace and compassion and empathy. She really hit it out of the park with, with, uh, with her speech last night. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, you hear what, what, what Beck Bittler had to say and yes. criticizing her accent. I mean, isn't that just, just horrible? It, it, it shows exactly what I, as an African-American, you know, I, I, I believe that the Democrat Party has shown more racism and more, more um, um, just, just, just anger towards immigrants than, than we ever have. It, it's amazing to me how, 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 how she, she put her down and said that she, she she can barely speak English. You know, how offensive is that? You know, had, had we had someone on our side did that, I mean, we would be maligned for it. But, but Melania Trump is a, is, a, is a lady of elegance, class, and she just gave, gave a fantastic speech. And she talked about American values. And what a great example she is as an immigrant coming from another country. English is not her first language. She's been a remarkable success. And, and has, has done very well here in America and, and speaks five languages. Uh, just a wonderful success, a wonderful example for young women. Uh, a businesswoman, a, a model, an elegant lady, just has, has just shown a lot of class throughout her entire first ladyship. She's going to get a lot of four, another four years to do it again. Folks, we're speaking with Robin Armstrong. Now, Robin, give everyone a preview of what we can look forward to for tonight. It's uh, night three, day three of the convention. Well, I think we're going to have uh, a bunch of the same of what you've seen. I mean, we're going to have, I believe, Alice Johnson is speaking tonight. Um, I haven't looked at the detailed schedule, but I, she's going to be speaking tonight. We've got a lot of folks that are going to be coming up and, uh, and just just showing what the, the greatness of America, the, 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 the land of promise, the land of opportunity. I think we'll just be illustrating that even stronger. I mean, last night was fantastic to have um, um, the, the gentleman that was part for, for his crimes and the great things he's doing in Las Vegas, John Ponder. I've gotten to meet him. So we'll have more of the same. Perhaps more of a reason to show America why we should be proud of our country, why we should be proud of our nation. And I, it, it's just... Republicans and Democrats are so contrasted right now. It's, it's, it's amazing. The Democrats used to try and hide what they believe. This year, they're not hiding at all. They're telling the American people what they believe. And I believe that the American people are going to uh, resoundingly reject that uh, on November 3rd. You know, Robin Armstrong, uh, also, I thought just to, I want to make mention, Nick Sandman was brilliant last night and also was Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Absolutely. You know, Nick Sandman, a 16-year-old, oh. uh, a kid, who, who they just, who, who the, the media went after, they said such vile things about him. You're attacking a, a child, a teenager, and, and, and how, how embarrassing. They should be embarrassed for themselves. But he, he's doing well. He fought the good fight. 
And, and now he's being rewarded for that. And, and I hope that's an encouragement for all of us conservatives who, who just, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the board rooms or in the, around the a water cooler where conversations are taking place and we just shrink back and shrink down as conservatives. We need to uh, be strong, like, like saying with you, just stand your ground, stand with integrity and, 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 and stand for what is right. And, and we really need to take the example of, of, of a 15-year-old and, and, and do exactly what he did. And fought back, fought back against the, uh, the major news networks, CNN and Washington Post and all those news networks that tried to destroy him. Um, I think it's fantastic that he had an opportunity. Wasn't that great how he put his hand on at the end? Nobody loved it. expected that, but it was fantastic. I, was, I love that. I was so, applauding. He, the kid is a class act, and he's just, you know, from day one. I mean, I think he framed it. He connected very well. He has so much poise. I want to just tell you, Robin Armstrong, before we let you go, what, uh, I mean, if people were looking for a contrast and difference, it is, it is literally night and day compared to what we saw, the angry bitterness and dark of last week. This week is the America that we know and love. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and that's what we're, we're glad that it is is being um, is, that's coming across that way. You know that you're having an impact when when the Democrats are are, are, are criticizing it and angry. They're getting angry because they see it slipping out of their hands. You know, they see the election slipping out of their hands. They didn't get a bounce at all from their convention. In fact, President Trump's doing better in the polling now than he did after their convention because people just do not respond to bitterness and anger and hatred. What they respond to is, is they're better angels. They respond to, to positivity and, and hope. And, and we're talking about the job that President Trump has done on, on the COVID-19 and how he's worked to save lives, how he's worked to, to get remdesivir and, and, and convalescent plasma, all these medications, therapeutics out, working to get a vaccine. He's working on all the things that, 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 that can improve um, our nation, um, grew the biggest and strongest economy we've ever had, and he's going to do that again. And so we're excited to get the positivity out. There's a vision. We have a vision. Uh, that's that's positive for this country, and, and we just look forward. And the best is yet to come, folks. He's Robin Armstrong. Robin, great job, great to talk to you. Looking forward to tonight, and we'll talk to you again. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, folks. There it is, John DePietro. Uh, Robin Armstrong, excuse me, on the John DePietro show. Right now, it is. Um, let's see. It is a uh, one eighteen. Good afternoon, everyone. It is uh, Juan. Remember this. Uh, if you ever want to get in touch with me, go to the website depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of You Know Who. This portion of the John DePetro Show is brought by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Folk, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, it's Scott and Alex, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. You can call them at 401-353-9300, 401-353-9300, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. They are licensed in Rhode Island in Massachusetts, in Florida, all types of insurance, auto insurance, home insurance, business, life, or this time of year, right? You need insurance on your motorcycle, on your jet skis, on your RV, on your pool, on your off-road vehicle, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. It's very simple. Let them help you save money. Would you like an additional $200 a month? Would you like an additional... $300 a month. Let's Scott and Alex at AE Mazika Insurance Services, and you can look for them on Facebook, AE Mazika Insurance Services, and also their website, aemazika.com. Let Scott and Alex help save you money. 353 9300. You can call free consultation 401 353 9300 401. 353-9300 353-9300 AE Mazika Insurance Services Scott and Alex let them help you save money give yourself a raise AE Mazika Insurance Services 353-9300 listen it's 120 on this Wednesday the actions going on in Wisconsin last night are just beyond shameful they are disgraceful what's going on the rioting attacking the police People are getting killed. The way these uh, rioters and protesters are, whatever you want to call them, 
But it, this, this is lunacy of what they are doing. Protesters, I mean, they are beyond aggressive. And it, it's like a huge group of them flew in from Portland. And the way that they are, in fact, attacking and going into and have gone into. I had to find that place on the map. I've only been to Wisconsin once. And uh, this, where this is in Wisconsin is... It's between, it's almost like in the middle of Milwaukee and Chicago, but protesters, armed vigilantes were clashing over the shooting. So you had armed vigilantes in Portland, excuse me, in Wisconsin, that were trying to battle back. And this is what it's going to take. But this, look at what, what this is becoming. These are, this is a war that is taking place out in the streets and that is uh, that's that's incredible that Don Lemon even said that Biden and Kamala Harris, folks, they won't say anything. They're afraid. You know, you have to. And I recognize. Listen, we, we I know we have people that do listen around the country and so forth. But primarily, I'm speaking to Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And, you know, it's unfortunate. You have the battleground states that are going to decide this. But if I were an independent voter in Wisconsin. And I'm watching what's going on. You have to decide, do you really want to have a president that's going to condone this, that is absolutely going to condone this, that is going to allow this to go on? Now, I'm looking at some of the other headlines. How about a monster? Laura continues to rapidly strengthen this hurricane. Um, Now, the hurricane hitting, though, landfill up to 20-foot surge. Um, As far as just taking 600,000 order to evacuate, this is a monster, monster storm. But worse, Wisconsin, gun battle in the streets of Kenosha. Two dead, one wounded. Clashes between the militia and Black Lives Matter. Armed citizens protect city from thug-like, thug-looting scumbags. I mean, horrendous. How about in Louisville? 71 arrested. You know what a lot of people are starting to recognize? It's just... You know, people say, you know, when is it when is it over? When is enough enough? It's never enough. It's never over. It's never enough. Hurricane Laura expected to strengthen to a category four catastrophic strike ahead near Louisiana and the Texas border. Laura will make landfall late tonight into early Thursday morning near the border between Louisiana and Texas. Catastrophic storm surge damaging damaging winds. Storm surge could penetrate as much as 30 miles inland, southwest Louisiana. Isolated tornadoes also expected. I mean, this is just terrible, folks. But um, obviously, selfishly, I just don't like the fact that this could drown out some of the news for uh, President Trump. But as you're hearing in the news, now, how about the latest now? Rhode Island reports 68 new COVID cases, two additional deaths. But the real battle, as we talked about, uh, back in the 11 o'clock hour with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is is, is going to continue to take on and take place between those that absolutely don't want people to return to school. And by the way, I did mention this in the 11 o'clock hour. Folks, this is not a coincidence to um, the school leaders that is the headline that are objecting. This letter that they put together was signed by school superintendents in Coventry, Cranston, Johnston, Lincoln, Pawtucket, West Warwick, Warwick, and Woonsocket. They are all AFT, American Federation of Teachers. And let's be very clear about something. The virus spread in Cranston is not bad. Woonsocket should return for in-person learning. The virus spread in Lincoln is very manageable. Lincoln should return for in-person learning. The spread in Johnston is not bad, and they should return for in-person. And then the same goes for Warwick and West Warwick. The only one, now Coventry, that that is simply, Coventry, Warwick are ridiculous. Coventry, Warwick, absolutely. But see, it's not about that. It was also signed nine local union presidents. This is not about safety. This is not about Let's make sure we're safe before the kids go back in the classroom. It's not about that. This is, as I've told you, this is they want more money. They want more money or they're not going to go back into the class. If you want them to do the job, then they'll they'll 
you know, do the job, but they'll do it distance learning. You want them actually, what's that? You want them in the classroom? Oh, no, no, no. Then you got to pay this rate. That's what it is. But this thing in Wisconsin, two people shot to death, armed men, protesters clash, the police shooting of Jacob Blake. I, I, you know, I, how much more is so if if Biden and Kamala Harris, if they get elected, so it just it goes on forever. That's now accepted. They'll never be condemned. Folks, you know, as I've been telling you, if there was ever a time to visit our friend John Francis at competition shooting supplies, right? It is now. That's right. Remember, when they say defund the police, when they say riot and loot, we say competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. Call them at 727-1716, 727-1716, competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, firearms, ammunition, accessories. Stop in, you can call them, 727-1716, but stop in and see our leader, John Francis, at competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, your Second Amendment headquarters. They say, defund the police, you say, competition shooting supplies all right here's what we're going to do at 127 we're going to take a quick break and put it back to the great jeff gamach but folks stay tuned a lot more ahead right here on the john DePietro show protest and the road to the white house you are listening to the john DePietro show Kale Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let Kale Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let Kale Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new insulation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, JKL is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call JKL Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying, JKL. They'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, second to none. Whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call JKL Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at JKL, 401 401- Three five one seventy six hundred. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. JKL 401-351-7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. It's time for our segment, DePietro Debate. Joining me, one of my siblings is uh, a columnist for the Sun Chronicle. It's Donna Perry. And DJ, uh, I'd like to start off with uh, your thoughts, and there's a lot of them, with the Republican convention last night. It was day one, night one. Uh, some good speakers will go through it a little bit, but let's let's start off with the convention. Yes, and, and good to be with you. I thought it was overall very smart, very strategic, and better than what a lot of the pundits may have been giving them credit for pulling off. I really did. And I thought, frankly, I was uh, even uh, a little bit pleasantly surprised that I I think they packed a lot into that opening night. And there was very strategic use of overhanging themes that have been out there this year, J.D., whether it was religion, racism, um, you know, the economy and and what he's trying to do to build it back. I thought they did a much more powerful opening night than maybe many people were either expecting. Uh, and and you can tell by the kind of the reaction by a lot of the national media. They almost seem puzzled by it. Yes. Um, and I think that's actually a very good sign. And you know, kudos to them. And I thought it looked very. 
in terms of stylistics, I thought it was very polished. There was no technical glitches. Um, and I thought it moved better than a lot. The Democratic presentation, um, which I felt like sometimes was extremely distracting and infomercial to look at. Yes. So I thought that I thought it was very strong out of the gate. And if I may, John, I, I, I will tell you, I thought it was to have that very powerful and it was very intentional. I don't think we've ever seen this to open to have this um, highly respected religious figure, uh, Cardinal Tim Dolan, opening yep. Archbishop right. of New York. I, I actually think that was brilliant stroke, you know, because I, I look at it this way in that they were unafraid to do that, number one. Where, and I know that, you know, conventions can start with a prayer, and they do. But I thought having him juxtaposed with the Statue of Liberty behind him um i thought it kind of projected something that a lot of republicans have the years and that has been the democrat determination to remove any use of prayer or reference to religion in any public setting of america now we know that has been on display so i thought in that juxtaposition that they were able to do because it was virtual I actually thought it was a very brilliant stroke. I thought it was very powerful. Um, We have been in a period where, because of COVID, a lot of people have had a lot of disagreement with that houses of worship and religion has been, you know, like people have really argued about this and you have done great reporting and and how that that has been like the last thing that was allowed to reopen. That's right. I think they were kind of getting to that in a nice uh, I would say that in a way it was a subtle way, but I think that was like very, it was just like a very strong, I thought, strategic way to open it. Uh, and I give them credit for that. And I, I, I just think it came across in a way that maybe people weren't expecting. That's uh, a great observation. And refreshing is the right way. And for everything that has been said about the president and the media and all against them and everything, When you sat down and watched last night, it suddenly was a reprieve in some ways, at least to start off with everything we've been through. You also raised a very good point, Donna Perry. The media seemed almost stunned at who the Trump people are talking to. But it's it's a part of America that they they don't even acknowledge. It was a, a great contrast. CNN, they didn't know what to make of, like, who are they talking to? Yes. They're talking to a base of people. That people like MSNBC and CNN don't acknowledge and they they uh, talk down to. D- right, don't talk down to. And I would argue sometimes, John, don't even pretend to try to be speaking to anymore. Yes, that's right. Um, this is not lost on the wider public, by the way. So I think you're right. Like they were almost like stuttering. And, and Jake Tapper, you know, with this arrogant, you know, always, you know. Him and Wolf, they, they were almost like not sure how to receive that. Like, was that inappropriate or, you know, like, it yes. was, and, and all of that. And so um, I will just say, like, I think for that just to be night one, um, it again, it, it shows sometimes the brilliance of Trump, his his sensibility. They say he's very involved in every detail of pulling this off. Um but I, there were things like that that really struck me. Um, and if I may, I, I will tell you what I thought was, um, now she's not the loudest speaker, but Nikki Haley That's right. did more in her speech yep. than, again, I think it is underestimated what is felt out there. And I thought one of her strongest lines was when she said, um, like, basically, Democrats believe America is a racist country and that is and that is a lie she said see that i think that was super super important again the cnn's they kind of like they don't really know how to react to that john they let's face it in through all these months okay despite the virus we all know what has happened and with that and um and i will you know i i think they have to address it but i i just thought like she was that was probably to me her speech stood out um, uh, just really, really stood out because number one, it shows why she, to me, is a future star. She's great credibility. Yep. Yes. She has a nice 
uh, really strong credibility and command, um, like on the stage. And I thought that she drew that really needed distinction because of what comes out of the other side. I think most regular, you know, white people who are just kind of trying to live their lives and, and go through this tough time and, you know, and they just raise their families and they live in America, you know, they basically hear from the national media that almost like you're a white person, so you're a racist. That's right. And, and I just think that that was a very potent way to, like, that. that's worth like 100 miles in terms of right. rhetoric. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. thought that was a super effective line. I think it's hard to, like, Trump in a way can be so, you know, blistering that he can't pull off, like, the subtlety of that. I thought right. actually was extremely effective moment. I thought Nikki Haley was terrific. I thought, now also, I haven't seen him in a little while, but and I've actually interviewed him, as I think, but Herschel Walker was a big football great. Okay, yeah. He spoke out in favor. I thought Tim Scott was just fantastic and had all the right tones. I think I think Tim Scott and Nikki Haley were the kind of the stars of the night. Kimberly Guilfoyle, I, I think her speech was written for yeah. 15,000 people. I, yes. that, that It was a little odd with the yelling and there was no one there to applaud. <laughs> And Don Jr., I, I just think I know there were a couple, you know, I just, they, they did okay, yeah. but I think you're right. I think uh, Nikki Haley, and I thought Tim Scott was very, very effective. But they also, if you're a Trump supporter, you know, when I was out at that uh, boat parade on uh, Narragansett Bay on Sunday with over 2,000 people in Colt State Park, there were 1,000 people at Rocky Point, hundreds of boats out of the bay. It was just you've been beaten down. You're being told you're racist. And last night, I thought they were very successful night one of this convention. Yeah. And again, I think that it definitely threw off. And again, you can tell by the reaction. Um, but you're right. I, I would say points for Nikki, Tim Scott. Yes. Uh, those are future. Those are to me. Those oh, are yeah. future presidential level um, stars of the party. Yep. Kimberly Guilfoyle yeah. definitely put. I, in my opinion, and almost an unfortunate, she was almost like a caricature. Yeah. So, no, I agree. But, and they, but see, the media expected like all the hours to be like that. And I agree yes. with you. I think Don Jr., unfortunately for him, I think he's almost been diminished by this relationship with her, but that's a yeah. different story. Right. Um, and I, I think it was unfortunate for him to go follow her, which she had like this, you know, <laughs> larger than life speech and delivery. Um, well, I, I, I think it was unfortunate a little bit. It was. Folks, coming up, we're going to um, also obviously touch on the DNC that happened. A lot more news uh, right ahead, right here with Donna Perry on the John DePietro. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, you know, I didn't make a big deal about it, but my vehicle was actually damaged uh, by some of the protesters when I was covering one of the protests. I didn't make a huge deal about it. I wouldn't want to be the focal point, but it's true. Some of the uh, protesters, they did. They damaged my vehicle. They broke the window on the side of my car. So what did I do? I brought it to West Fountain Auto Body, and you can call them today, 272-3340. I had to get it fixed. It was obviously damaged. They also damaged part of the door. And so I took it to West Fountain. I called Kenny at West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. It's Kenny and Patricia, West Fountain folks. They did a fantastic job. With me, I mean, that's there was only one place I was going to bring it. I needed to get my car fixed. Now, listen, if you're ever in an automobile accident, something happens to your vehicle, and you need to get it repaired, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340. 3340, the original, the best, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you. If you're in an accident, something happens to your car, bring it to West Fountain. 400 West Fountain Street, Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. West Fountain Auto Body. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. 
Transparent will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Right now, I'll bet you could use some extra cash. Why not sell some of your gold, silver, other precious metals? Vero Industries, folks, over 40 years experience, they will give you cash. They'll buy your gold, silver, other precious metals. Call Lee today at 401-434-8900. Leo has over 40 years experience. It's V-E-R-O, Vero Industries. They will buy gold. Silver, other precious metals, old, broken, new, silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets, or pieces. Listen, why not right now sell it and get that cash that you need? Call Leo at Vero Industries, 401-434-8900. Impeccable reputation. Folks, they know the industry better than anyone, and they'll give you what it's worth. Your gold, silver, also a buyer of individual coins, coin collections, watches, half earring pieces, and much more. Call Leo at Vero Industries. Why not get some cash right now for that gold, silver, and other precious metals? Call Leo, 401-434-8900. Weekend evening appointments are available Two locations or at your location, their location, two locations, East Providence and Warwick. Call them Vero Industries, 401-434-8900. Listen, get cash for that gold, silver, other precious metals you have. Call Leo, 401-434-8900. One more time, 434-8900. We're speaking with Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Folks, our segment is politics this week. Justin, where do you think we are right now in the virus? And uh, Governor Mundo has said she's very comfortable in stage three right now and doesn't see us going into stage four. You know, uh, <laughs> the more and the farther we get into this, the the more and more it just feels like it's being drawn out and made to be something it isn't necessarily. So, uh, for example, uh, right before I went on, on a week off last week, I put up a, an article on OceanStateCurrent.com comparing uh, the 1968 flu outbreak with the COVID-19. And if you recall, I mean, that was that was protests, summer of love, uh, Woodstock, all in that area during that pandemic. And no panic about it at the time. And almost as many people died as have died of COVID so far. But the big thing to notice there is our population, there are three times as many people over 65, and that is the dangerous pop, the danger zone for this, for both of these viruses. So uh, even just demographically, we would expect a lot more, and yet we're acting like this, a lot more deaths, but we're, we're acting like this is some new, like the plague come back again. Uh, so you see that and you, you, you go around during the summer and there are people out doing things. And uh, I know of at least one school that had had an unofficial prom, you know, however many kids had to be dozens anyway, uh, all you know, doing what teenagers do at proms. Um, no outbreaks from that. You don't see those news stories, but people start to hear about them. And so I think I think we're past this. I think we're we're heading into a better a better position. And in another another circumstances than the 2020 election season, I think we'd be responding to this very very differently uh, and hardly hardly disrupted at all at this point. We should have been back to normal by now, in my opinion, and we're not because there, there are narratives and not only political narratives, but people who have invested a lot in their emotional and professional decisions they've made in the past six months where right now if you start saying oh well that was nothing a lot of a lot of heads would roll um so i think that's keeping it going live now at this point what do you think of the media coverage of the um the way that we're seeing some outbreaks justin katz on some of the college campuses for instance i'll see that they'll say you know, 12 members of a fraternity somewhere down south where they've already returned to school. There's an outbreak, 12 members of the fraternity. But there's no mention, and, and and I think we know otherwise, but of those 12 members, say, of the fraternity, 
No one's gone to the hospital. No one's deathly ill. They haven't. They seem asymptomatic of it. If those 12 people then quarantine, it does stay there. We have no reason to believe they're going to go and visit their family or grandmother or someone in a hospital. There seems to be that lacking, you know, okay, so there was an outbreak on a college campus. 50 people got it from a party. And and what? Where did it lead? They, they, it's not like the hospitals on the campus are overflowing with students that are, you know, near death. Right, and, and that's that's what I, one of the indications of, of different circumstances in other uh, pandemics like this, and even even in the the flu that happened during the Obama administration, they actually stopped testing people. Right, that was that was a minor controversy or not controversy, minor story a couple of weeks ago was they stopped testing people because well we know it's here. What do we need to keep testing for? Uh, that was basically the rationale eleven years ago. Um, right now, a lot of the campuses are. I know I've got a child going into college uh, this year. A lot of campuses are just doing regular testing. We're going to test X number of students every week, no matter what. You know, we're just cycling. We're going to test. And so, yeah, you'll find people who have it. They might not even know they had it. So in any other circumstance, any other pandemic or flu outbreak or anything, we wouldn't even have known about it. And we saw this over the summer as well, uh, where a, a large chain of camps in the midwest i think about they handle about five thousand campers even during the pandemic had a, an outbreak of 80 students and they had to close the whole system down but again they were testing randomly testing the campers and they found 80 people who tested positive basically so that's what i think that also goes back to the goes to the language that the news media and the, the politicians are choosing to use here cases outbreak no you, you don't have 80 cases you didn't have 12 cases at the fraternity you had 12 people who tested positive they might not even have known it one of them it might have been his turn to be tested that week and he had it so that's the, the campus swoops in okay we got to test everybody in this fraternity and they found 12 who had it, who tested positive so I, I think that's part of the way they're constructing this narrative. And I think another part of it is you, you get these long, I, I think it was in a Fall River Herald recently, uh, where a father and son both caught it and died and were put on, well, they were put on uh, respirators and they pulled, the family pulled the plug in both cases within an hour of each other. And it was a long article with their life history and it was compelling. I read it, but you get those stories. But you don't get the many stories of, you know, the, the Smiths down the street had a barbecue with 70 people and nobody got sick. And that's happening all over the place. You just don't hear it. And it's all about how it's framed. And it, I think it, it does a disservice to, to people. Uh, and it's certainly harming our, our economy. Uh, Justin Katz, so on Sunday, um, you have, if anyone's wondered if there's a bias in the media, you had the Rhode Island Trump boat parade. There were 2,000 people at Colt State Park watching it from there. I was at uh, Rocky Point, and there were one at least 1,000 people there. There were over 700 boats on the bay yesterday. It was a beautiful day. Um, I've been at the State House where they have three, all three television stations in the journal, the coverage, when there's 15 people and they're having some kind of a black lives matter gathering and they interviewed them and all the footage and everything no one at rocky point there was no coverage in newport where it started channel 10 sent a young reporter there to do a five-minute facebook live and then ended up doing a story that there were two or three or a couple black lives matter protesters at cold state park and then one claim that they people were yelling at her uh what is your thought on that there was a huge display of the amount of support that President Trump has in our area. And number one, that, that caught a lot of people off guard of just how, how many people came out, uh, the amount of support. But also what was, was startling to me was the lack of media coverage of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, I guess it's not that, it shouldn't be that startling. What, the, what really jumped out at me and I thought was surprising was um, if you look at, say, WPRI on their website has a very short, article about it and says dozens of boats <laughs> where the official account count from a a coast guard officer was 300 boats uh, that's quite a difference you know dozens versus 300 one's dozens and one's hundreds but that does seem to be and i, I did see that article and it, i mean it's almost standard at this point okay i'm going to this massive protest of of a massive gathering of, of conservatives 
let me find the two people in the crowd who are not part of that and I'll, I'll, I'll give them a good paragraph each and ask, I'll probably ask them, hey, has anybody said anything mean to you? Oh, yeah, definitely said mean things. And that's it. No, no, no further discussion. Whereas you go to, you know, a, a Black Lives Matter uh, rally. And as we've discussed over the summer, it's I'm so proud to be part of this, this historic event. You know, it's so the, the, the bias is, is absolutely clear. Uh, and it, it does. I mean, it, it ties into the Michael from Rhode Island and a DNC video. And that night of here are a bunch of Republicans we dug up. To, who are willing to say they're voting for Joe Biden, uh, you know, in a nation of 330 million people, you're going to find people of, of every frame of mind. So that's the narrative they're constructing. And if they give any indication that people are not leaving the Republican Party and are, in fact, enthusiastic and going out on a beautiful day to to do a, participate with hundreds of boats and watch it from the, the shore, uh, if that is a story then people might start to think, oh, yeah, I, I can admit that I'm worried about Joe Biden or I'm worried about the way that the, the left right. is taking the United States. Uh, I'm not alone. And that's that's really points right to the, the major question of this election. How many people are out there saying, you know what, I'm a Democrat and this whole thing with COVID and rallies and riots, uh, and which you don't hear a whole lot about, you know, Portland, Oregon, still under siege, uh, having brawls in the street. You don't hear a whole lot about that. But people, if those people are out there saying, you know what, I'm going to vote for Trump just because this is crazy, they may not even be telling pollsters because, I mean, that's that's often the case where even somebody calling you to say, I'm conducting a poll, you don't tell them your true feelings when you have that fear. But that's what it's, that's what they're afraid of, I think, in, in the news media and a Democrat party and the left is this idea that it will become acceptable to admit, you know what, I'm with those people with the boats. I'm, I'm going Republican because that might start, start a what's called a preference cascade where everybody suddenly realizes I'm not alone. I can be confident in my beliefs and I can break this illusion. Well, I can tell you, I've been to uh, 15 protests at least since this whole thing started back in May. Not once have I seen counter-protesters. Not once have I – if they did, they'd be called troublemakers. Why are you – Trump people showing up here. I still don't know why Black Lives Matter people are showing up at a at a, at a Trump uh, boat parade. But and then, but they did get coverage, and then they got the glon, and oh, they're mean, they're terrible, people yelling at me. Um, but also, you know, I think it's also tough. I I saw the, um, the the Channel Twelve said there were like a dozen or something like that. From what I understand from the organizers, some people started on like the first leg from Newport to uh, Bristol. Uh, yeah, Bristol, Cold State Park. Then they broke off, and then some other people joined there, and they came to Warwick. And then I was at Warwick and saw some people then joining it from there. So I think. There were different people joining at different times, but uh, all in all, uh, I, I was surprised that it didn't get more uh, media coverage just because I've seen coverage on much less of a gathering as opposed to there were literally on both sides of the bay and the people involved in the boats. There were thousands of people involved uh, yesterday. Folks, he is the managing editor of OceanStateCurrent.com, Justin Katz. Justin, great job. Welcome back, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. I look forward to talking again. Johnson Propane, folks, stop in and see Phil Johnson. You can call him at 621-8129, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Now, right in front of Stop and Shop next to Wendy's, they're open seven days a week for all your propane needs. It's Johnson Propane. Propane tanks filled, plus they have tanks and supplies. Here's the thing with Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. They'll refill your blue rhino tank now most of the time if you bring it somewhere they swap it out and they charge you 22 bucks not with johnson propane phil will refill that blue rhino tank for just 15 dollars. they're open seven days a week right next door to wendy's credit cards accepted nine to seven each day stop it and see phil and he never runs out he's always backed up since 1971 you can depend johnson propane bring in your propane tanks Call him, 621-8129. Better yet, stop in and see him, 904 Manton Avenue of Providence, right in front of the Stop and Shop. The guy is a legend, and right next door to Wendy's, it's Johnson Propane. Have you been thinking about updating your website? 
Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. First of all, how about free coffee for police and military? Ron's Pastry Gourmet, you're going to find incredible selection. Now, they are right off of Silver Spring Street, right near the cellos, and then next to AAA in Providence. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. But you can find them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right near Branch Avenue, but right around the corner from cellos and inside well, sausage and peppers, eggplant, all delicious calzones, meatball calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, pizza strips, and then the most delicious cannolis, brownies, delicious cakes. They'll make a special cake for you. And also the Trump chocolate-covered donuts, Trump soda, and also Trump cupcakes. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, the number one bakery in Rhode Island. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right around the corner from Cellos, right off of Silver Spring Street and right near Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, they're right near the AAA location in Providence. Stop in and see them. You're going to love it. Get some of those Trump chocolate-covered donuts. And they salute our police and military Ron's Pastry Gourmet. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now, Providence and North of Providence, I want you to try the 99.9 FM. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it, DePietro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says Listen Live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that, on the dashboard, at the website, you'll see where it says radio show. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on radio show, and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. WNRI Winsocket.